I mean, editing this video was also miserable. Posting the video was miserable. Making it miserable, all of it was not a good time. Who wants to go through a breakup? No one. A public breakup is worse. Who wants to go through a public breakup? No one. Raise your hand. Not me. Notice how all the hands in the room are <laughs> down. Hi everyone, welcome back to my YouTube channel or Spotify, who knows, maybe Apple Music if you're really into that. My guest today is a filmmaker, YouTuber, photographer, and advocate who started out making YouTube videos on her channel, Now This Is Living, in 2012, and has grown to have over 600,000 subscribers. She became a pioneer of representation for the LGBTQ community online with her honest and vulnerable videos about coming out, her life as a queer woman, and her relationships. She's also directed and filmed several music videos and creative projects with artists from Zolita to Tate McRae. Please welcome a true icon in the community, Shannon Beveridge. Like the drink, as she just specified. <laughs> like the drink, exactly. Thank you for having me. Thank you so much for joining. I was so excited and I know Amanda was too. So today on this episode, I'm nervous because we are reacting, watching, in taking our old YouTube videos. Yeah, that video says 11 years ago, and I'm horrified. <laughs> the face, the pause screen I'm looking at right now is really not doing me any favors. I love it. Thank you so you much. You look confused. I have not watched my old YouTube videos, I'm gonna say ever, because I have this issue where I'll make something mm -hmm. and then I'll like hyperanalyze it after I post it. Yeah. To the too. point where it's like all consuming and then I can never watch it again. Are you a perfectionist? on every level me too yeah i don't watch them back i feel like when i post a youtube video when i used to post more regularly i would watch it like two or three times like the week i posted it yeah and then never ever 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 again really but this one i've watched because it's just so old that now it's like i feel like i'm like 12. how old were you in that probably your age now honestly well, no I, was, I think it was like 18. okay yeah. i'm 23. yeah your age exactly <laughs> okay okay um yeah, no, I do the same thing. I just can't do it. There's like a physical reaction of nausea. I just can't. What is the story of your first kiss? Uh, I went to- It was movie. like before you could make money on YouTube. Like a lot of my best friends, or I was dating this boy when I was in sixth grade. But um, I told my friend, I was like, tell him that I want to kiss him. Tell him, just tell him. So like I went to the bathroom where I went to the bathroom, she leaned over and was like, hey, like Shannon wants to kiss you. What the? And, what's my uh, voice? We were in Scooby Doo the movie. Scooby Doo. That too. Can that be enough of that one? Okay. <laughs> Scooby Doo. I was the just movie waiting too. to see like how far you would go with that before crumbling. Well, I'm talking so slowly. I feel like attention spans were much longer 11 years ago. Now, they were. like TikTok, you're like try to say everything as fast as you possibly can. Yeah. I'm like. You guys want to chill? Take a while? I'm talking the slowest possible. I really appreciate that, though. I love how it paused again. Scary. <laughs> the, the, the frame? It's terrible. Yeah, I'm next. Definitely stalling, for sure, I would say. So this is me and my best friend, Kyle. He was like my first friend ever. I still have so much love for him in my heart. He was like my everything when I was like 15. Um, and he was like the only person I was actually allowed to hang out with. And so we just got like super close. My parents are really strict, like Catholic strict. And so I was like, just never really allowed to do anything unless it was with Kyle. Um, and even when I go back into my hometown, that's still like the case. It's just me and Kyle. But, um, one day I, I don't think I had really tried YouTube. Obviously this was my first YouTube video. 
but everyone was like, you should do it. And I was like, okay, whatever. And I had no idea what I was doing for the record. This is a 45 minute, wait, no. It's giving long. This is a 34 long. minute long video. YouTube videos apparently are supposed to be like eight to 15. I had no idea what I was doing, right? And so then I had been super into the show Hot Ones. And so I wanted to recreate it in my garage. The preface for this is that my mom brought us like milk, whatever, like we had gone to the store and bought every hot sauce that was like, this is going to be really spicy. And none of them were. Oh, no. Like, all of them were, like, super mild. We were, like, trying to get reactions. But we were like, this is, like, so chill. Like, this is, none of them are spicy. And so on the last one, I was like, oh, of course this isn't going to be spicy because, like, all of the other ones hadn't have been. So I just dumped, like, so much of the bottle on the nug. <laughs> on the nug. <laughs> and now I have less resources for uh, my own endeavors. I took his water. <laughs> At least you're not wearing mascara. <laughs> Which you wouldn't anyway. <laughs> I think it's because you kept it in your mouth for so long. Megan was right. <laughs> I feel like she usually is when it comes to these things. Wait. <laughs> That's adorable. <laughs> yeah. Bless you. Oh. This is worse than giving birth. Oh my god. I appreciate the graphic. Really? Yeah, I think it was really cute. Thank you. Yeah. I worked so hard. I used iMovie, I used Canva, I used the whole nine yards for I that. I respect that a Thank lot. Thank you. Yeah. And the barfing. I respect. <laughs> I respect that you tried really hard. I've done a video where I tried to eat 100 chicken nuggets and I think I ate like eight. I think I threw up maybe in that video too. So I feel your pain. There always has to be a barf video somewhere. Ugh. It's like, what was that decision-making skill I did? I don't know. And my friend did it with me, too. Very really? similar video, but nothing spicy. Just I... a ton of McDonald's nuggets. McDonald's nuggets? Unfortunately. <laughs> I don't think I've eaten one since. Really? Scarred for life. Now let's take a quick break to hear a word from our sponsors today at HelloFresh. Somehow, the holidays are already right around the corner, and HelloFresh can help take the stress out of dinner by delivering everything you need to cook up tasty meals right to your door, saving you tons of time. The holiday season can be super hectic, and that's where HelloFresh's 15-minute meals come in. These quick fixes help you get a wholesome meal on the table in less time than it takes to go get takeout. Everyone wants to cut back on errands and spending time in checkout lines this time of year, especially me. I literally have no patience for waiting in lines during the holidays. With HelloFresh, I can skip that extra grocery store trip and instead get fresh ingredients and delicious recipes delivered right to my door. I just pick my meals, decide on a delivery date, and sit back. And HelloFresh helps you with so much more than just dinners. I know I'm going to have friends and family over for the holidays, and HelloFresh has the most photogenic charcuterie boards and desserts. I can't wait to make their cheesecake and lava cake to impress my family when they come over. Don't let meal prep stress you out anymore. Go to HelloFresh.com slash closettalkfree and use code closettalkfree for free breakfast for life. One breakfast item per box while subscription is active. That is free breakfast for life at HelloFresh.com slash closettalkfree with code closettalkfree. Find out why HelloFresh is America's number one meal kit. Now on to the show. I kind of forgot what this video is. It's so painfully uncomfortable, but it's kind of short. Interesting. This is, I filmed this, labels kind of, I don't remember what I'm saying in this at all. I'm assuming talking about labels. But I would assume so as well, yeah. I was in Oklahoma. I went to college in Oklahoma and I was in a sorority and okay. I was in like a park near my sorority house and I couldn't film in my sorority house because I lived with a hundred girls. Right. Wow. <sighs> yes. In one house? Oh yeah, baby. How that, big was the house? It's like a mansion. It's Oklahoma. So it's like Southern sorority 
a lot of people live in. All the sororities on my like campus had about like 80 to 100 girls that could live in. And then we had like 100 girls who didn't even live in. Really? Yeah. That's big. Yeah. I went to a college with zero sororities, zero fraternities. That's probably good. It was all right. I mean, I, I was next door to like a priest in the dorm. That's not as good. <laughs> not as good. <laughs> not yeah. as good. But did you have like, how many girls did you have like in the room that you were staying in? Every room would be like one girl, like one and another girl too, a roommate. Just, that is how roommates work yeah. for sure. Ever, ever heard of it? Yeah. No, yeah. no it was uh, quite the experience. And I think I had just posted that other video and it kind of like did well or like people liked it. So I was like, I got to think of another video to make. So uh, this is. This oh, is, this is number two. I think it's number two or maybe like three. It's yeah. early. 11 years ago as well. We're going deep in my archives. Oh, boring. So deep in thought. So deep. Uh, say something, please. Not some advice guru or something. Uh, no, the Taylor's head on. So I get messages. A lot. Sorry, my allergies are bad. But I get a lot of messages saying to me like, um, am I sick? Hey, I'm really confused because I like boys, but sometimes I catch myself thinking about girls and background music and why is my I forehead out of the whole video I have dreams about <laughs> old men and i have what for monkeys excuse me what was that <laughs> i have dreams old about men? old men what am i saying oh my gosh where is my forehead where you okay? is my forehead no you look well. so distressed i am it was a sad time of my life apparently oh i think like this is when people were like asking me advice, but I was not out. So right, and then I was trying to like give advice, even though I was not out. So but were you were out on Tumblr though? I was to strangers, like no one. Well, I I came out to my family first, so they knew. But mm -hmm. that was really the only advice I knew how to give. But my family's all from Pennsylvania, even though I was in the South and I grew up in Texas, mm -hmm. so I'm been in that environment. And a lot of the advice questions I would get would be like how do I come out to my conservative parents? And I'd be like, I, mine aren't, so. I get those all the time. Yeah. And honestly, my advice is like, don't. Because if you're not, no, 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 hear me out. If you're not in a safe environment to do so. Yeah, agreed. Like, I, my biggest fear growing up, like I grew up in a really conservative area. It sucked being the only gay person or the only out gay person. It was awful for me. So like, I don't know. I grew up and now I live in LA. All my friends are gay. Mm -hmm. All the people in this room are gay. Like everyone. So like you're going to find your people. <laughs> Stop pointing at the only straight person. Is that what you're doing? <laughs> no need what to ostracize. Know about, like, the no, no. My, the girls in my sorority didn't. I don't think they knew Tumblr existed. Like, I didn't. I still was don't. was not on their radar. I walked in the little office that you saw today and yeah. I, they, I think Amanda was like do you know what tumblr is and i was like i know the word but i i don't think i've ever had it and i don't know what it, it like conceptually yeah. is yeah it was just like a, it's a blogging site it's kind of similar to almost like a pinterest but okay. early days it did huge things for the lesbian community really huge things <laughs> we were moves. all finding each other on there yeah and it was perfect because it was super anonymous like you didn't have to you make a URL. That's why my handle on everything is now this is living because that was my Tumblr URL. Aww. So it was like, it wasn't like I was on there like, I'm Shannon Beverage. It was like, <laughs> I'm Shannon. Now this is living. <laughs> like, what? I'm but, Shannon Beverage. <laughs> I'm Shannon Beverage. That's yeah, so funny. So it was super anonymous. And then 
I started to get followers and then it got kind of scary. So then I would go through periods where I would delete everything and then I would like put it back up and people used to comment on my, like in my ask box, that's what Tumblr had. Like you could like do like an ask, like anonymously. If you feel confident enough to say, I'm bi, I'm gay, I'm straight, I'm... I'm whispering. I love how you whispered straight. <laughs> straight like, it whisper. was a, like it was a slur. I'm literally. Transsexual. Transgender. Trans yeah. Whatever. It doesn't matter. You got it. You got it. And you don't need me to label it for you. That's, That's for sure. Definitely. I'm sweating. <laughs> no, you're all right. No, I'm really truly sweating. But um <laughs> Why am I filming this video when I'm clearly kind of under the weather? What's happening with me? I thought me you were sniffling? crying at first, and I was like, we don't have to watch this video. Like, I'm not if this crying. was like really like emotional for you, like we don't have to do this. But you just, had just allergies. outside, yeah, yeah. No, I get it. I wake up every day and I can't breathe. My allergies I, are really bad. Anyway, I was sweet. I was I was trying something there. Totally. And it's I like, think if I was like 15 and struggling and in your Tumblr, that was great. Yeah. But what that, were you gonna say? Uh, no, that's that's. That was kind of my audience was 15 watching my videos. Um, I was just going to say it's it's the same as like when you watch a rom-com mm -hmm. and the leads are like a heterosexual couple. Mm -hmm. The feeling you feel is so much less intense than if you watch the worst queer movie you've ever seen. And for some reason, even though terrible, you're like, oh, my gosh, I'm feeling butterflies. Right. Right. That's, like that's how I used to get my like fix. I used to go into Barnes and Noble and like sneak into the gay like the queer I used section to do that too. and i used to just flip to the chapter where i could like they kissed or whatever and i used to just feel like so much and that would be my like connection i used to do that and too. there were like two books even that i would just keep going back to because it's so different even now when i'm like reading or watching movies or like seeing that like for the first time like i don't know if you watched the queer ultimatum but like within the first five minutes i was like this is different. Mm -hmm. Like, this is something that I really relate to. Like, mm -hmm. why are these people talking about things like I understand? Because I'm used to watching like The Bachelor and like yeah. Love is Blind. And I'm just like, this is cool. But like, it's not. Yeah, me. it's crazy because we're out queer people living like full lives and the representation still hits different, mm -hmm. which is like we yeah. just need more of it. Sometimes it makes me emotional, too, because I'll go back and I'll like kind of just see how like isolating it was and then i finally like look at like what we have it's still not great but it's getting there yeah it's better for and sure. then i still like i don't know like you said like the worst queer films you've ever seen like love them love them they're love the best em. or we'll i used watch to, again when i <laughs> will watch again <laughs> over and over i used to when i first had access to youtube I would type in girls kissing and like the like the like worst but best five minute short films would come up yeah. and I just like watch them over and over and over again because it was the only thing that made me feel anything. Yeah, agreed. I used to watch like lesbian kissing compilation videos. <laughs> not and compilation. I'm not kidding. The and they, level. they literally they were all with the song Breathe Me by Sia. <laughs> so intense. And they would like. They, there were like hundreds of them. Really? I don't even know where they were finding the queer kissing that they were finding. It would be like a German soap opera. <laughs> and it wouldn't even be like the kiss. They'd kiss maybe one time, you know? Yeah. But I would watch. I would soak it in. I think I watched a German soap opera at one point, which I didn't understand anything. But <laughs> I, I don't think I knew. And I still understood, you know? You, you still got it. I got it. I don't think I knew what a compilation was for a long time. Yeah. So unfortunately i did you know how to get it all compressed and i was just clicking through a bunch of different videos <laughs> yeah. to find it
I just got lucky. Stumbled on it once and then I was like, this is my jam. My first crush. This is my first crush. I don't, I don't know what this is. Not the kissing emoji. Is this a short? No, why am I blonde? <laughs> why am I blonde? That's the biggest problem. I look like, everyone was, I was, I loved my blonde hair for like five minutes and then I posted it and everyone was like, Ellen. And I was like, okay. Oh, I'm so sorry. War flashbacks of my first crush. It was in the seventh grade and we actually had a lot of classes together. All I knew was that all the boys liked her because she got boobs early and I was the human embodiment of mustard. But the class that we got to interact the most during was PE. For the basketball unit, we were on opposing teams and I was like, I'll guard her because occasionally we would run into each other. My team and her team ended up being the final two teams at the championship with one point in between us. So I have the ball, I dribble, I go up to shoot it, and she jumps up to block me. She shoves her finger into my eye. So I fall back to the ground, I'm just like writhing in pain, and my whole team was like, you would have had it. I was not a good basketball player. Okay, okay. Did somebody okay. just give me a shot? <laughs> like, I, I don't think I could do this. Um, well, there was no point. Yeah, that was my first crush. Um, oh, f yeah that was like i thought it was going to be like my first girlfriend no that was my first crush yeah we hated each other but like so it was like the rivalry you know yeah. it was like and she i don't think she's queer in any way shape or form i think like you know i, I still follow her on instagram and i don't even think she knows actually maybe looking at these videos yeah, maybe I'm, she does I'm like did but, she see Cause... yeah i don't know i don't i don't know if she's seen any of this but um you went from honest. crush to i tried out for the basketball team and i am bad yeah, I did. I did talk. But about I was enjoying the whole time. I was like, where are we going with this? Yeah, I don't even know. I think every friend I had in middle school, I had a crush on at some point. I was like, why am I so hyper fixated on you? You. But I didn't know. I thought it was just like, I thought they felt the same way, that we all were obsessed with each other. I thought it's they the wanted obsession. to only text me all the time. Like, obviously, this is this is friendship. But yeah, looking back when I got older, I was like, crush, 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 yeah. crush, crush, and Look, then boyfriend. Yeah at the oh, same time okay yeah no look oh same no looking back now <laughs> except i didn't get my first boyfriend until i was like 15 but looking back now the list i could go through of yeah, who yeah. i liked starting from like five years old me too yeah um we, but we shouldn't no we I definitely should not we're i don't not want do them that. to know who they are in fact what we're gonna do is move on because i'm literally sweating <laughs> me too. so it's it's your turn okay this is my sweet mother deb she's been in a few of my youtube videos she's like She's like the type of classic mom where she's like, oh, why do you always do this to me? But like wants me to film a TikTok of her, you know? Like, oh, my mom's the same yeah. way. She's like, oh, Shannon, stop. Oh, my mom's the same way. Yeah. Or and then she'll be like, wait, can you redo it? Yeah. <laughs> like literally. she wants to look good. Yeah. So yeah. she anytime I ask her to do a YouTube video, she's like, really? OK. Like, yeah. She wants to it do doesn't it. take much. So I don't know. I think I went through different. Um, slang words with her so let's see i'm sure she doesn't know any of them she probably knows them all now i am ready okay the song the first word is a fruit fly what do you think that would be i don't know what that is i don't know what that is what's a fruit fly i Amanda? think i must have looked at a list and just said these are i don't know what it is do you want to guess i feel like it's probably someone who wants to hang out with gay people or like a straight person who loves to hang out with gay people is what that's I would a good say. guess i don't have i don't even i've never heard that term in my life phrase yeah i don't think it's real honestly <laughs> did you make it up <laughs> I, I think i found a list and then she got asked all these questions right so let's see what yeah let's see what this is okay 
I thought. How basic of an answer. Just, <laughs> just a gay man. Fruit fly is a straight girl who like hangs out with a lot of gay men. Dead. So I crushed it. What Whoa. is U-Haul? I don't know what that is. U-Haul is like the tendency of like that lesbians get serious really fast and like move in with each other really fast. What is a gold star? She's, She's giving me star if somebody does really good. This is my favorite thing about my mom. She'll also like give me nothing. Like <laughs> I just told her what you hauling was, and then she's like, "I'm like okay." That's why <laughs> this is edited crazy because I had to give it some spice. Give it some spice. I'm like, mom, speak please. You've leveled up in editing. I oh, would say yes, hundred percent. Between eleven years and this is six years, so five years later. And I was posting consistently that whole time, so I definitely got better at editing. That's great. Yeah, that's really cute. Um, fly is not real. No, I would I've say. never. We're not gonna. Not we thing. don't need to make that a thing. It no, could let's stay not do that. in this video. Considering your mom's in this video, was it like what was your experience coming out to her? Well, I was like kind of outed in high school, so it started the process. I feel for both of my parents to kind of brace themselves for uh, the fact that I could be gay. But after I got outed, that's when I went to Oklahoma and joined a sorority. So I kind of pulled a 180 on them. And I think that they had hope, which is kind of a negative thing to say. But I get they it. had hope that I was actually going to be straight. And right. the only thing my parents were really worried about, genuinely, from the, from the beginning, was that my life would be harder. So yeah. any like conversation we ever had about it, it wasn't like, you gay people are gross or don't be gay, that's bad. It was just like, that's going to make your life more difficult, which is ironic because it has made my life so much it's my whole life it's like my life yeah. you know and like the youtube stuff everything that happened after the fact i would not be here today if it wasn't for the queerness of it all yeah so. wow definitely have not rewatched this video in a long time yeah but yeah when i started youtube I got a girlfriend kind of like early on in that. And then our relationship became very public, like very, very public. We kind of had to tell people we broke up. So I'm just, I'm one of those casualties of the YouTuber, why we broke up video. I think it's also like, to be fair, you might've not thought about it, making the videos and everything. Like you didn't think we're like, oh, I'm gonna be this, like, we're gonna be like yeah. it. No, it, it was like an organic thing that happened. And it was, again, when YouTube, you really weren't, you couldn't really make money off of it. Right. So it was kind of just like this fun thing that then once we broke up, I was like, I'm going to have to say something. But this intro card that I put in is so ridiculous. <laughs> like, why? It's fair. You're probably going to a lot wanna, of emotions. It felt like too weird. I mean, editing this video was also miserable. Posting the video was miserable. Making it miserable. All of it was not a good time. Who wants to go through a breakup? No one. A public breakup is worse. Who wants to go through a public breakup? No one. Raise your hand. Not me. Notice how all the hands in the room are down? <laughs> yeah. yeah, no one. Uh, how long do I think people need to read? Oh. Oh, it's so uncomfortably quiet. Ready? Mm-hmm. <laughs> wow. Okay, hi guys. My name's Shannon. And this is my beautiful best friend, Cammie, who I want nothing but every good thing in the world for. <laughs> so cute. Okay. No, we don't have to do that. And that was enough of that one. All right. <laughs> my intro used to be like, hi, guys, my name's Shannon. This is my beautiful girlfriend, Cammie. And then I didn't plan out what I was going to say. And then I said that. And then we started crying. It's so interesting being online because I think anyone, when a breakup happens, if you don't give so many specific details of why you broke up, 
there's so many um, assumptions that are made of what oh, actually yeah. happened. Oh, yeah. We didn't really get into specifics because there wasn't really anything. It was not that specific to say. I feel like it was just kind of like a relationship that ran its course and we were young, like 24. And it was a lot of pressure to be online like that. And then when things didn't work out, having to explain it to people is just weird vibes. But yeah, that's also why I'm making my own podcast to finally talk more about some of the experiences that I've had because mm -hmm. I think for a while I thought the smartest decision was to say nothing. And then in the end, that ended up just being that a lot of people have just filled in the gaps for me. And I used to be so open online. And then I feel like I just like got more and more quiet because it was just like I felt like I was fueling a fire of giving people ideas about me and my life but now I'm like let's just set this story straight for sure we're gay but we're gay anyway, yeah that was tough this Perfect. is my breakup video <laughs> all right okay you know I think it's interesting because this is me doing exactly what you just said mm -hmm. trying to crochet this bunny that's turned out to look like a piece of binder paper when I really had no idea why I was still getting so many comments about my past relationship. And it's because I had no idea y'all were that invested. I was crocheting. And I see that. I really want to come on here and share my side of the story. But that will only lead to more hurt. And that will only lead to more questions. And that will not lead to healing on either party's side. Because we both made mistakes. It was a very toxic and abusive relationship on both ends. And... The things that I put through, I owned up Ooh. to privately many, many, many months ago. And so seeing all of this resurface is just kind of interesting. And it just kind of puts me in this weird mental state where I'm not sure how to go about it. But I am bettering myself. I'm very sober. I'm very single. And I'm finding my peace. And I hope that finds peace. And I hope that the world continues to spin. That is kind of exactly what I was just saying. I think I'm going to throw up. <laughs> we can throw I didn't, up together. I didn't expect the name. Um, I haven't watched that back like a single time. Oh my God. I was seeing me like in that state, bro. Like I, this was less than a year ago. The only part I remember from that video is me saying the world continues to spin because I, you know, my, I, I had been not wanting to say something for so long because on every other platform, it kind of wasn't, no one was really talking about it. No one was really it. talking about it, except for them. They were the one that was just posting about it, posting about it, posting about it, posting about it, like still trying to talk to me about it, right? You know, they were the ones saying a lot about it yeah. and I was being very quiet, except on YouTube, so many people wanted to know everything and I was just like, that's too deep of a pipeline. Mm -hmm. That's just like what I said, if I don't give you every single detail, it's never gonna be enough. It fuels the fire. When you talk about it, it's it gives people like the permission to keep talking about it mm -hmm. but that's also yeah for me I thought if I just never ever talk about any of it eventually people will stop talking about it and I'm like oh we're still talking about it for okay. me people have they've stopped completely that's amazing for you it is amazing because like I think I like that was me saying I'm never gonna say anything about it and that was me holding my peace and like knowing my truth and no, like for sure. what happened for me and like oh gosh I still I'm like Bro, I have not watched that back. Like looking back at like me in that period of time, dude, that I was dark times. So dark mm -hmm. and like just painful. Yeah. And like you I felt like I was going through so much of it like alone. Fair. 
man i actually filmed that like right in front of my best friend because i had told my managers that i wasn't going to say anything because mm -hmm. i had been like because you know they had been texting me links to their videos being like this is what they're saying yeah and i've been like i'm not going to say anything and then i was like like yeah. i i have to well, say think, and what you said was perfectly politically kosher yeah like it was good it's not like i want to go deeper into talking about my past relationships mm -hmm. and like my past breakup specifically mm -hmm. but just the idea of like i'm a person who's living a full life yeah and i've started to share so little that i just think i don't know it's time to just talk from my own perspective on things instead of just letting the internet run wild with whatever they, they think they do The guy that's in this video with me, Chris Clemens, he's wearing the shirt that I am wearing currently on my body. Really? Yes, because he just went to his birthday party this weekend, two weekends ago, and he did a like 30 versions of Chris and everyone was supposed to dress like a version of Chris. And these videos did so well, so I dressed like him in the video. That's actually so smart. Yeah, but I like the shirt, obviously. Yes, it's a cool shirt. Staying in my repertoire here. <laughs> Excuse me, would you be in a video really quick? Yeah, sure. Oh my God. Okay, can I just get your name and that you're okay with being on YouTube? Yes, Cammy. What's your last name? Scott. Okay, good. Oh my God. How do you feel about the gay community? I think I'm hilarious that I asked her her last name. This is okay. We had broken up and oh. I was just doing this video like walking around on the streets. I think it was similar concept to what I was doing with my mom where we were asking people gay terms to see if people knew them. No joke. This is not planned. She just was at the Grove and I was at the Grove and we were filming. And I was joking with her and I was like, do you want to be in the video? And she was like, sure. And then I'm, we don't have to play it all. But at some point she, I said, do you know what a pillow princess is? And then she says, yeah, you. And I kept it in the video because I thought it was funny. But now it haunts me to this day. People genuinely are like, well, Shannon's a pillow princess. I'm yeah. like, it was a joke. It was banter. Yeah. I am not going to talk about what I am. So we're done. Yeah, we are. On those. We did that. I think this has been the most, like, <laughs> I'm going through so much turmoil, like, watching all those back. Yeah, I'm going back into my past life. I can't believe how much has changed for the better, I think. How much has changed since that moment? Well, so much has changed. I was thinking more from my 11 years ago. Me oh, in the park. Yeah. You in the park. A lot has changed. I don't whisper my YouTube videos anymore. I'm... <laughs> out loud and proud yeah although i don't know why i didn't whisper the word lesbian but i whispered the word straight. that was so funny <laughs> you said straight yeah <laughs> you could be lesbian by it's like a bad word it is a bad it's word. not a bad word we don't judge no we love everyone here but we like gay people better <laughs> we yeah. are doing the weekly queer moment in history where if you don't know what that is pretty self-explanatory we go through and kind of talk about pivotal moments in queer history that has made it what it is and today we are talking about our first like tv crushes movie crushes people on the screen that have on made screen us baddies. feel <laughs> on screen baddies <laughs> yeah yeah what's yours do you have one have you told it before <sighs> so uh Haley from stick it oh my god yeah Every, people and always they, tell me i look like her yep awkward no no I don't that's think a good be. one i feel no. like everyone was obsessed with it was her. the it and was the bathtub gay. scene yep seen the, it that's <laughs> a good one that's a good one <laughs>
yeah it was the abs she was so like queer coded she's kind so of queer coded as a actress but she is straight in real life she's straight she's got a husband yeah and yeah. babies and stuff chuck from chuck from chuck i was gonna say isn't it chuck chuck yeah yeah, yeah. we love yeah. you thank you for what you've done thank you so much no i used to watch that all the time when i was like 13 i was like why do you like this movie i was like my sister's a gymnast it's relatable well and it's cute it's like an all-female cast for the most part yeah like, it's very like girl but yeah, love that movie. Mine was one of mine. There are many. Right. But Angelina Jolie and Mr. and Mrs. Smith is the first time I felt like something happening in my body <laughs> that I had never felt before where they like yeah. have the kissing scene. I was like, I think I'm in love with her. <laughs> and I realized that's when I first realized, I, you remember like, do you ever do gay tests or whatever? And they would like tell you, maybe you didn't, you didn't have social media, but there would like be Buzzfeed questionnaire things that would be like am i gay oh i do those but it's like what winnie the pooh character are you okay yeah same. <laughs> not quite for me but i was doing them back in the day and i remember one thing was it was like who do you look at in a kissing scene the girl or the boy and it was mr and mrs smith that i first realized i was like i am only looking at the girl in the scene yeah and it scared me Every single time I have a guest on, they say something that unlocks something in me. And I'm like, whoa, me too. Yeah. And I'm so, I've been gay for so long now. Damn, I really, yeah, that's relatable. Because it's like, like you're talking about like the, the heterosexual couples in movies. It's like, cut out the guy, yeah, just please. Just like, edit only the, the girl. I'm looking over here. You're over there. Yeah. Did you watch Bottoms? Mm-hmm. That was good. It was good. That was a good one. Thank you so much to my queer council for their input as well as my lovely guest. This has been amazing and I really appreciate everything you've done for the gay people on YouTube. <laughs> it's important. You're like the OG, like the first one, I feel like back to my, you know, history lesson that I got last night. That's so good. appreciate that. Thank you so much. Yeah. Yeah. Happy to work and do that work and be <laughs> here today. Yeah, I appreciate it. It's nice that a lot of people probably had that safe space, which was you. Um, and that's what we're trying to create here at Closet Talk. Well, th your name is Shannon Beverage. Correct. Yeah. Do you and have a middle name? Nicole. Okay, lovely. All right, yeah. Shannon Nicole Beverage, where can <laughs> we find you? And what do you have coming up that's exciting? Oh my gosh, now I feel like I'm on Hot Ones. You're doing amazing for Hot <sighs> Ones. Do you want a hot chicken nugget? <laughs> It seems like I do. From McDonald's. My stomach is growling so loudly. <laughs> um, you can find me on Instagram, TikTok, or Twitter. All my handles are Now This Is Living. I have a YouTube channel also called Now This Is Living, and I am putting out a podcast in December called X's and O's. It's a video podcast, and it will live on my Now This Is Living YouTube channel and anywhere that you can find a podcast. That's exciting. Thanks. You hyped for that? I'm nervous, but I'm hyped. Have you started filming? Not yet. Just like I'm conceptualizing? Starting. Yeah. I yeah. mean, my trailer's out as of today. But Go watch it, everyone. Yeah. Yeah. This this podcast was a very big concept for like a year before it took oh, off. I had like 20 different ideas before we got to where I've landed now. So All right. hopefully well, it's good, you know. Yeah, I'll be sure to check that out as well. And you should too. And of course, I'm Maddie. Maddie Westbrook. You can find me anywhere. Instagram, YouTube, Snapchat, not Twitter. I don't tweet. I do threads every every like once a month at Westbrook on everything. And this is Closet Talk, where you can find new episodes every single Friday on my YouTube channel or anywhere you, that you get your podcasts. Thank you so much for tuning in and I will see you next time.